Welcome to the Haunted Hangover Podcast. I'm Louie. And I'm joined by... Manny. Ooh. I got that was southern. Yeah, I know. Did you eat a little... Did you have some Cajun spice? A little twang. On, on your dinner tonight? A little sprinkle of some... A little, a little twang on it? Is that what people from the South call that? A little twang? twang. They put a little... <laughs> A little twang on on their voice. I don't know. I'm not from the south. I don't know. What <laughs> Sorry, people from the south that might listen to this show. For two dudes from New York, from New York City, are offending you by we fucking have accents too to people. I'm sure we do, dude. When we used to, when I used to do the show with Eric, the uh, um, the What Lurks on Channel X, yeah, show, uh, we had two or three reviews that were just like. Why is it all these fucking guys are all a bunch of goombas from New York? Why is really? it always a bunch of tough guys talking like a bunch of oh god, that's horrible. That's what it said. <laughs> it's always a bunch of fucking good fella sounding guys. Why is it always these fucking guys talking? And you know what? I listen back, and you know what it is. Eric has a very thick. Yes, he's he got does. that real. So when I'm with him, like mine gets worse. Like I yes. get real, like, you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> you know, it's funny. Eric has been on our show. Yes. So there you go. He, he was on the El Super Bisto show with us. He's randomly. got that, okay, you know, he's got he's that, got... hey, you know, hey, hey, oh, hey, hey, I seen it. I seen it. Yeah. So me and him <laughs> drinking, doing the show after, after 10, 15 minutes, my oh, New God. York starts to come out. I start throwing W's in places where there's no W. <laughs> where no W. <laughs> You start throwing W's where there's no W. There's no W in New York, but that's how we say it. <laughs> this is so dumb, but yes. I, uh, you know the- what? We have not, that has not popped up on the show. Like, I haven't, I don't think anyone's mentioned, like, uh, us having a New York accent on the show. So, get, I'm waiting they for will. it. Now you'll I get some reviews. You know what? Hey. These fucking guys are right. <laughs> If you think we have New York accents, if anyone on the Haunted Hangover squad has a thick New York accent and we don't realize it, please let us know. Welcome to the Accent Podcast. We're going to talk about the Boston one today on the show. Boston. <laughs> the Boston accent. Add, the, add, the, add, add an A and an H to everything. Boston. 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 Sorry, for, sorry for the Boston listeners. No, fuck the Boston listeners. <laughs> oh, no. Fuck Fuck that. that I do nah. not. I do not. I do not <laughs> condone this. That's Manny who's saying that. We love you, Boston people. Just, come on, man. Oh, I didn't say I didn't love him. I just <laughs> fucked that accent. <laughs> not a, not an Affleck fan. Don't say that to Pulteney. Chris would not appreciate that. So he would not. He, appre- is, he loves Ben Affleck, and he, he is loves an the Affleck Boston. and Matt Damon person, isn't he? He really he is. is. He is. Uh-huh. We went to Boston last year, and and all he wanted to do was walk into a Dunkin' Donuts, and hopefully someone behind the counter had the accent. I said, "Buddy, I don't think that's gonna happen." But <laughs> that was something. That's something he wanted to accomplish of all things. Setting his goals low. Setting just real we, low. Just we were randomly just hanging out in Boston one weekend. He was just like, "You know what? I want to go into. A Dunkin I want Donuts. a cup of coffee. I know. Whatever." <laughs> Boston, we love you. Dude, Don't half worry. my her whole my, her whole family's from Boston. Every time I'm at like any function with her family, it's just ba 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 ba. Oh God! Like, three days of that that that. 
We just lost uh, three listeners from. Look, I'm just, <laughs> <laughs> we just we just lost three. our three. All we just three. lost our three Boston dude, they have, listeners. Dude, they because they have of this entire words where like four syllables are just missing. There's oh, 17 God. letters. They only pronounce four of them. Okay. <laughs> I think in in the three years I've been doing this show. This is the first time the New York versus Boston topic has sort of popped up. And Manny, thank you for starting the war, apparently. <laughs> bombs. Drop the bombs. Just dropping bombs. Dropping them now. That's it. Just dropping <laughs> bombs on Boston. But yes, all jokes aside, Boston, if there are any listeners from Boston, I love you. Manny loves you, too. He just doesn't like your accent for some reason. <laughs> but yes. That's enough laughter here for a minute because we have oh, something uh, some somber, something somber to talk about because it happened today, this morning. It was revealed that Paul Rubens, a.k.a. Pee Wee Herman, has passed away. Super bummer. You know, I'm a big Pee Wee fan. In every episode of Haunted Hangover, you can see my Pee Wee doll. Two Pee Wees back there. Yeah. My little Pee Wee doll right here, creeping, creepy in the back. It does. I think so, someone once asked me, what is that? I said, it's a Pee Wee doll. Because I guess it just looks like a little creepy doll back there. But yeah, that's a Pee Wee doll it's from. fairly obvious that it's Pee Wee. I don't know. <laughs> it's the mask. Yeah, the little. The little yeah, mask. I can see people not, not knowing what that is because it's just like eyebrows and ears. Yeah. But like I recognize it. That's Pee Wee. Yeah, that's a that's a like an original 1980s like I don't know if it's Ben Cooper one of those vacuum form Mm -hmm. vintage Halloween masks that I got for like a dollar at my unique which we've mentioned on the show before Mm. got that for a fucking dollar I don't know how they they lowered the price on that being an original but whatever I think I think Uh, I got this head over here. My unique. There you go. I think this I'm buying a big rubber head. (laughs) I'm buying Pee Wee mask. You're buying severed heads. <laughs> hey, but yes, I, I just wanted to talk about it here on the show because, you know, to me, at least, you know, when it comes to celebrity death, they don't really hit that often. It, it don't really affect me that much because in reality, we don't know these people. We know the characters they portray, the personas they put on, movies they've been in, music they've created. And, you know, this one did hit me because I, you know, as a kid, as an adult, massive Pee Wee Herman fan. I own all the movies on Blu-ray. I think I have some of them on VHS. I have them on DVD. I've got all the Pee Wee's Playhouse. I, You know, I watch Back to the Beach just because of the Pee Wee Herman scene. <laughs> That's the best part of the movie, when Pee Wee Herman shows up. So, like, you know, for me, it, it, it hit me because when you think about it, it's like, you know, we think of these people as immortal, and Pee Wee Herman more than likely will be immortal. He will live forever. The character will live forever. But you know, some of the, him lives on the floor of a movie theater. Well, yes, we won't. We won't get into that. And you know what, dude? To, you know what? To touch on that, that never really bothered me. I never really understood I, the big fucking deal about that. I never. So. I'm like, it's a porn theater. What do you do at a porn theater? Like, how do you get arrested for yeah, for, for that? beating your meat? Yeah, like that's because so he was Pee Wee. Like because he was Pee Wee. That's why. Yeah. That's why. Yeah, they it did it. They did it for the publicity of it. Although yeah. nobody else would have been would have been in trouble yeah. for that. Um, but yeah, just you know, when you think about it, and just seeing your your kind of childhood heroes passing away, Macho Man. You know, being a big wrestling fan, Macho Man was one that hit me because I loved the Macho King when I was like five. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I loved that persona when he was the Macho, which when with uh, Sensational Sherry and all that. Mm-hmm. So you know, that one hit me. There's been some musicians that hit me. You know, Typo Negative, Peter Steele. 
you know, we're both, we're both, yep, yeah, now you're a huge Typo fan. <laughs> You've been a Typo fan longer than I have, but I, I too have been a Typo fan a long time. So when Pete Steele passed away, that was a huge bummer. Um, but yeah, man, it just sucks, you know, just kind of seeing that, seeing the people that you kind of idolize, which is funny yeah. to say when you're little, you idolized Pee Wee, but I did. He was one of my, literally, yeah. Pee Wee Herman, anytime he popped up in a movie, on TV, an interview, even Paul Rubens outside of the costume was still kind of Pee Wee Herman at times. Oh, yeah. And you saw him in stuff like Blow and Mystery Men. And suddenly, Buffy what, the, what's Pee Wee doing there? Yeah. yeah. Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Great. That's like the best gag. Ooh, ah, when he gets oh, stabbed. The music, and just, when the music stops. Yep. <laughs> no, and he's all in pain mm-hmm. after he gets stabbed. I think the post credit scene is him still yeah. <laughs> groaning in ah, pain. Ah. Uh, <laughs> At the very end. Kicking the wall. The, it's so good. He was a funny dude. All his stuff in all the Cheech and Chong movies, which eerie. The eerie thing is, you know, at the time of this recording, he passed away this morning. Or I think he passed away last night. Last Probably. night I was on the couch with the wife. Mm-hmm. And I was watching a Cheech and Chong movie. And I was talking to her about a scene. Because he pops up, I think, in one or two of the Cheech and Chong movies. And he's got this. There's a scene where they're like in a sanitarium or something like that. I don't know if that's the PC word for for a, a psychiatric ward, whatever. Yeah, I think they're <laughs> sanitariums. That's, yeah. And um, what happens is he plays this character and the whole gag is he's like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm not sorry. And I think it's the fucking most hysterical thing in the world. And I was being really annoying, saying it over and over again <laughs> to the wife. So she was like, shut up. That's annoying. And then the dude passes away today. So I'm like, like even now at 36 years old, I'm still, I still find Paul Rubens and just Pee. And in that movie, he looks like Pee Wee. Because in the 80s, there was a point where he looked like Pee Wee in everything because that was his bread and butter. Uh, But yeah, man, RIP Paul Rubens, man. It was just big, big bummer. You're a Pee Wee fan too. Mm -hmm. I'm, you know, I I, know for a fact. (laughs) Oh yeah. I mean, I grew up, like I grew up watching it when it was like on, like, but Pee Wee was like yeah, Pee Wee's Playhouse Saturday. Yeah, Pee Wee's Playhouse yeah. Saturday morning was on, yeah. you know. Uh, so I do. I remember watching that. I, I I I was more surprised learning that he was seventy. Yeah, that really surprised me that he was seventy years old. I said, I could I couldn't believe that because I I just said my mother's seventy years old. <laughs> so yeah, like wait, what? Mom's age. It's yeah. crazy when you think about it. Like like. Cassandra Peterson, Elvira, is mm-hmm. around the same age. She's like 71, yeah. I think, or 72, around yeah. around the same age. It's kind of well, crazy. See, I see, I, I think I think I uh I associate her more with that because I know I mean I learned really I learned when I was like a teenager that she had done a nude photo shoot in the 70s. All right. We so know what I, Manny was looking at. Hey, <laughs> you were, I, I don't blame there you. Was, <laughs> there was a magazine back then, um, it was a uh, uh, femme fatales magazine. Okay. And it was all scream. It was mostly scream queen mm. centerfold. So I had like, there was a Debbie Rashawn issue. There yeah. was a, uh, I actually had two Debbie Rashawn issues. Uh, there was one, I think with Tiffany Shepis, but it was all, you know, they, and they, they would, there was a Linnea Quigley, yeah. but um, yeah, they did, they, they used photo, they did photo shoots with them and they showed it was, it was basically Mr. Skin, 
mm. like in a magazine form, but for horror movies. And it was like clothes. Elvira nude. Yes. Right? Yeah. So yeah. they reprinted her old photos from the 70s. Gotcha. You know, before she was Elvira. Oh, so you knew she was yeah, so around knew, for a while. <laughs> exactly. So that's why yeah. I always like I've always associated with her with her with being older. Then, especially with with then Paul Rubens, because I always pictured him as a kid. I always pictured him to be like in his twenties or so. Yeah, you know, which would have put him in mid fifties right about now. Yeah. So the fact that he's like seventy means he was almost forty when he was doing Pee Wee's like Playhouse. Like Pee Wee in his prime, yes. he was almost yeah. yeah, which is hard to believe when you think exactly. he was so thin. And you know he wore a lot of makeup, obviously, to make you know his skin was a lot to, yeah to paler to and down stuff. So yeah. he looked more like a yeah. child, but man, child, um, that's what he was. So yeah, I I think I think what's his name too? Um, oh, Bobby's World. What's his name? Uh, Howie Mandel. Howie Mandel. Yeah. Also, is is I think Howie Mandel's in his sixties, right? Oh, maybe a little younger. I would you know, think. They're all around the same age. And what's funny that you mentioned Elvira. I just read Elvira's book in the last few months, her her, uh, biography. And uh, she was really good friends with Paul Rubens. And he Mm -hmm. pops up on the, you know, in the book a bunch. She's in Pee-wee's Big Adventure. Mm -hmm. She's the let me have him first. That's in the the biker bar. So it's kind of crazy. Like you you look at all these because they were all groundlings. uh, And I learned that in the Elvira book as well. And like Phil Hartman and all those people. You know, yeah, all I did. Knew I listened other. to the uh, to the audio book of her of her. It's book. great. We, we put it on like we would put it yeah. on on the Alexa at night and just fall asleep yeah, yeah. to it. Like every it's night so we start a new chapter. Yeah, yeah, it's so good. And, and um, yeah, so I always pick. I always assumed he was younger than that. So I was more surprised by his age than anything than than him actually dying. Him passing. You know, yeah. like I mean, I am still surprised that he's like holy shit. Like yeah, he Paul kept Rubin's it private. Dead. He was sick and he kept yeah. it private. It's sucks. Yeah, you know what and, I mean? so that surprised me more his age, but I felt like um, my my celebrity death thing was taken away by Sinead O'Connor. Sinead O'Connor this week, yeah. that one that one hit me more. I've always noticed that like um, musician deaths affect me more than other celebrities. Like, yeah, I, I feel like I connect more to the music than than like an actor or a performance or something. Because which like, is interesting, music. considering you're a filmmaker too. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, but. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I guess it's just like, I don't know. Like, I, I feel like with music, when when they're when they're writing and they're singing, it's almost like they're putting their soul on tape. Yeah. And listening to the music, like I feel a more of a connection to them personally. Yeah. And especially when they do something that personally affected me and 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 changed my outlook on the world. Mm-hmm. You know, like like you said, Peter Steele when he his music changed my entire idea of what metal could sound like because up until i heard typo negative metal was just megadeth and metallica and uh anthrax you know like that american kind of metal typo was the only american band that sounded like that and that brought me into i found the european bands like him and 69 Mm -hmm. eyes and you know the gathering and all that european more like symphonic and gothy metal so it changed my entire taste in music yeah uh sinead o'connor was she was she was an icon <laughs> when no, I, was, I agree you know, yeah, I agree <laughs> when I was young she was the fuck you to the system yeah, you know? yeah. that's and what she was known for that she, SNL yes. 
yeah, the Pope. tearing up the picture of yeah. the Pope. And that yeah. was actually her mother's picture. Like that was a picture. Oh, that photo was her mother's photo of the Pope that her mother had framed in her own house. Yeah. So she took her mother's photo of the Pope and ripped it up on TV. Like Wild. that was very personal. I did not. Yeah. I did not know that yeah. fact. And so. she wasn't going to do that either. She had something else that she was going to do. Um, in the rehearsals, she had a different picture of something mm. else. I don't remember what it was. So when she tore up the picture of the Pope, she did that without telling them she was going to do it. Yeah, because I think they gave her shit for that, if I remember yes. correctly. Oh, right? it did. Yeah. It did. And a couple weeks later, uh, maybe months later, she did a performance and they booed her. Like wow. as soon as she came out on stage, like it was a big like festival thing and the entire crowd like booed at her too. Mm. And there's a famous photo. Uh, I'm sure there's a video too. There's a famous photo of Chris Christopherson coming out on stage and hugging her and, mm. and oh shit. It's like, they, she gets, see what I mean? Like Sinead O'Connor like affected me. Yeah, man. I, um, listen, I respect it, man. I, 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 <laughs> listen, I get it, man. I just, the thing with Sinead O'Connor for me is I was, I was never a big fan of her. It's not that mm-hmm. she's not talented. You know what yeah. I mean? But like, it I just never really, yeah, it I never listened to her like that. Yeah, I, I know the the song from Nightmare on Elm Street Four. I like mm-hmm. that one. It's a banger. I want your hands on me. <laughs> yeah, that song's a banger. So yeah. I do know, and and the other really popular one that everyone knows, uh, I forget how it goes right now. Nothing compares to you. Yes, that there was you a Prince go. song. That yes, was a yes. Prince song. That a lot of people, Prince wrote it, right? And she mm-hmm. just performed it. Was, I, think, I, I think he actually did record a version. Oh, yeah, you're right. Own. I yeah. think, yeah, and she just there covered is, it. So Yeah. Um, but, but yeah, yeah so, man. Yeah. It's sad, he, man. Yeah, Chris Christopherson came out and hugged her on stage and he like whispered in her ear. Like, and he told her, he's like, stay strong. Don't listen to them. You know, you're, you're on the right side of things. Like he, you know, he encouraged her. Yeah, yeah. And um, yeah, it's a really famous photo of him hugging her on stage. And like, there's like 50,000 people behind them booing mm. her, you know? Crazy. Yeah. I have to watch yeah. that. I did not. I've never seen that yeah, performance. Look, look into more of her, like not just you. Like I think that people should in general, because yeah. she, her big, she had a big fight with the, with the church about how like women couldn't be mm-hmm. accepted in the church. And she, she had, yeah, she became she had a, a lot priest. of, yeah. And she had a lot of like, mental health issues too, if I remember yeah. correctly. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it was, so, it's okay. tough, man. <laughs> Listen, we move on from Sinead O'Connor. <laughs> Listen, R.I.P. Paul Rubens, Shanae O'Connor. Yeah, it. I just wanted to Big you know, just shine a little light on it because you know these are you know Paul Rubens for me, Shanae O'Connor for you. Two very popular people in pop culture in general couldn't and, be you know, more diametrically. I know, either. complete opposite. <laughs> and like you said, you know, Shanae O'Connor, you know, struck a chord with you. Pee Wee Herman struck a chord with mm-hmm. me. It was you know nothing. There's everything about Pee Wee Herman was just feel good like if you're ever down or sad or you know even even you know times in my life put on peewee's playhouse put on put on peewee's everything's better in the world yeah and you feel good you're like it's there is nothing negative about about peewee herman (laughs) you know and shanae o'connor even though i wouldn't say i'm an expert on her you know she touched you and that's 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 all that's important Tired of Halloween parties that really bite? Huh? Come to Knott's Halloween Haunt. Aren't you afraid, Grant? With dozens of horrifying rides, shows, and attractions. I'm scared still. It's the biggest and scariest Halloween party in the world. With 11 mind-twisting mazes, monsters, mayhem, and madness. 
so hurry and get your tickets to Nuts Halloween Haunt before it sells out. They're tickets to die for. So to, to, to shift gears here <laughs> and, and go to something a little more upbeat and haunted hangover over related <laughs> something related to Halloween and, and horror and all why that good stuff and, first and spooky nostalgia. Exactly why we're here in the first place. Um, we haven't done one of these episodes in a while. I think we've only done one. And I like to call them the haunt memories episode. Uh, and it's just kind of an episode where we reminisce about haunted attractions we've visited not really a review more just kind of feels and and you know just talking about haunts and 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 kind of any activities we've done during the halloween season in the past and i thought not scary farm would be a fun topic to talk about because this is the 50th year anniversary of it which is fucking crazy to think that they've been doing this shit for 50 years um now You've only been one time, correct? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it was what, like ten years ago at this point? Uh, yeah, ten years ago. <laughs> ten years ago, almost to the date. Oh, a few months, like what? A few months shy at this October, point. October, yeah, yeah, ten years. A few months shy. I've been twice. I I went last year, mm-hmm. and I went. Uh, I believe in it was either 2018 or 2019. Um, it wasn't 2020 because. Nothing was open in 2020 <laughs> for obvious reasons. Um, and I- I'm going to say it right here at the top. Not Scary Farm is probably, in my opinion, the best Halloween event at an amusement park. Okay. My opinion. I-, I think everything about the event, the way they put it together, the atmosphere that they create at the park is top tier Halloween haunt experience mm. just everything about it to me just they do it right yeah. i love halloween horror nights I, I i wouldn't say i love but i i've en- i've enjoyed six flags fright fest oh, I, wouldn't I, don't say. Like, I don't like fright fest <laughs> yeah, but, it's such a waste oh. now that's why i say i've enjoyed yeah. it in the past and, yeah, I, and i've you, talked yes i've gone twice and I've both been. times i just Ugh, didn't care for it. I'm like, I'm never going back to this. It felt like such yeah. a waste of time. Like it's such crap. Yeah, I've talked but, shit about it on the show in the past. I, I yeah. think there was an episode where you've I chose gone a, quite a few times too. Though. Oh, so dude, I'm, I've been yeah. going since I was a kid. So, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So you've 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 got you've had more chance for it to be good, <laughs> to see the good oh. time. I've I've seen it twice since I'm like 25. Yeah, you were you an know? adult. Yeah. yeah, exactly. It was already. I was like, this is crap. This, it was crap I, I went as a child where yeah. everything just seems a lot special. It doesn't you know, matter what it is. Everything's awesome. special. <laughs> exactly. Everything's so yeah. new and amazing. And I went several times as a kid. So I saw it just get worse and worse. And, you know, I, I'm being redundant here, but I have talked. I've talked my shit about Six Flags Fright Fest, at least here. Mm-hmm. Well, not in New York, but in New Jersey, our, our Six Flags. Yeah. It's a pretty sad Halloween event. And... Halloween Horror Nights, I've also been going to for at, at over a decade at this point. Yeah. I've been, I think, at least six or seven times. Um, at one point, that was my go-to universe, like my go-to um, Halloween amusement park event mm-hmm. for years. I was like, that's the best one. That's that's yeah, you know that's that's the go-to. Favorite. Until I went to uh, until I went to Not Scary Farm. When I went to Not Scary Farm, mm-hmm. that sort of swayed me. Where I was like, I think this is the 
superior amusement park okay. Halloween event. I will say, and I think I've mentioned this on the show as well in the past, that Dorney Park, their event Haunt, pretty good. I Solid. I've been to that. You, got, you should go one day. It's much better than Six Flags Fright Fest. I will say that. I better than that. I'm not saying much. <laughs> <laughs> so really low there comparing the only, it to. The, the only thing that I would say is Six Flags is better than is, um, oh, what's that one that's out here? Bayview. Oh, my God. Bayview? Oh. Not Bayview. Bay, uh, Bayville. Bayville. Bayville, yeah. Oh, my God. Won't get into that. I, I do Ooh. plan on eventually reviewing them on the I, show. I've been to Bayville a couple of times and they usually have like seven or eight houses and like maybe two of them are good. Not, and not, the rest and, is just, oh. and, and I, and I have a little, I have something I could add and we'll continue. Don't worry guys. We'll continue with not scary farms in, in a second. I mm. will say this. I feel in the last six, seven years between right before the pandemic, after the pandemic haunted attractions, have taken a dip. I feel oh, like definitely. a lot of them are doing the same shit. Yeah. I, I will be, I, I still love going to them. I love the concept of going to a haunt. I reviewed a couple, uh, several here at haunted hangover. Yeah. I've done and I, and I plan on doing some this year, maybe with you, um, <laughs> hopefully with you. Um, but you know, I, I feel like there has been a dip in quality and that's only because I feel like they're all sort of mm-hmm. borrowing from each other. At least the independently owned ones, not these amusement park. Um, well, I think not these we talked about park. this a while ago about that. Yeah, that I'm sure I, it's come up. I know the guy who, the guy who ran, used to run Blood Manor was yes. was the consultant for a lot of these houses. Yeah, I don't know if he's still doing that as a job. Yeah, the pandemic so changed things for sure. Yeah, so yeah, it's quite so. possible. It's quite possible that if he's not doing this as a job anymore, I don't know for sure. Mm -hmm. But if that's not what he's doing anymore, that could equate for the dip in quality in at least the East Coast. Possibly. Because he was the guy that did all of the one, all the big ones on the East Coast. So if he's not there, uh, like uh, a consultant anymore. You know, that's why Blood Manor was always a step ahead of everybody else. Oh, yeah. Because well, he would yeah. build it there and then others would try it and then he'd build it for them. And then Blood Manor, he'd get rid of it and do something new. No, for sure. And, and I feel like a lot of haunts here, at least here in New York, tri-state area, Jersey, um, mm-hmm. they're all kind of doing the same thing. That's why I haven't been yeah. reviewing too many that are in New York anymore similar. because they're all similar. Now, a few years ago... I reviewed Haunted Overload, um, Overload in, uh, I believe, New Hampshire. Okay. Fucking amazing. Completely we're talking different. Fi- we're talking five, six hours away from New York. Sleepy Hollow is completely different from everything yes. out here. So too. totally, it, you different. know, it just depends on the yeah. people that, you know, are running them. They're creative. A lot of them are doing the same thing. And I think just people in general, mm-hmm. you know, and this has come up too on the show in the past, you know, extreme haunts and stuff like that, a, a certain taste for something a little more intense. Um, that's where people are. So like boo, yeah, you know, and scary clowns are just not people don't unless you're scared of clowns, you're not going to enjoy what a lot of these haunted attractions yeah. are doing now to go back to not scary farm. Um, and I'm going to go into a little quick brief history on, on the event itself. But mm-hmm. 
What always stood out to me about Not Scary Farm and to an extent Dorney Park's haunt, haunt event as well is like Halloween Horror Nights, they don't have any IPs to fall back on. Yeah. And I think that's sort of you have to get creative. You know, Halloween Horror Nights, and it got a little kind of tiresome because it's like, all right, how many Michael Myers haunted houses are you going to have? How many Exorcist houses are you going to have? Texas Chainsaw. Yeah, you know, like so Rob like, Zombie does one every so often. Yes. He's been doing it since literally 1999. It's like 25 yeah. years Rob Zombie's been building haunted yeah. houses for you. It's like, okay. <laughs> well, you know, yeah, and he's had House of a Thousand Corpses, had a house, mm-hmm. you know, Saw's had. So for me, you know, I'm at a point now when it comes to when, it, you know, my personal taste in visiting these, these, of these attractions. Um, I try, I want a haunt to surprise me do something a little different now amusement park haunt events or halloween events aren't perfect there's a lot of things i don't like about them but there's nothing they could do because of crowd control and i'll get into that a little later uh my only con towards all these amusement park halloween events um but not scary farms i think what they do is they take certain kind of gimmicks and they're able to sort of make it a unique experience. Like the, it, it's, and they recycle gimmicks too. Because when I went last year and I went a few years ago, oh, yeah. they had the same gimmick, but the theme of the haunt it was different. And I had a better experience with one than the other. But you know, relying on creating new things and keeping it fresh and 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 adding a new haunt or two every year is what I love about Not Scary Farm. You know, if you go one year and then you go three years later, you mm-hmm. are going to experience new things. Whereas, which is the way it should be. Which is the way it should be. Where like Halloween Horror Nights has done like three or four Stranger Things haunted houses already. They're doing one this year. They just mm-hmm. announced a, a a Stranger Things season four haunt, and I'm like, I went when they did the first one a few yeah. years ago, and I went to the the California park. And I'm like, all right, guys, how many, you know, Stranger Things, four Stranger Things haunts, do something different. Uh, yeah. It is what well, it is. I am well, curious you know what? about we don't, the... We don't have these, <laughs> we don't have uh, uh, um, the Demogorgons anymore. Now we got freaking... <laughs> Vecna. This, we got Vecna. <laughs> Vecna the yeah. Biggest, so. The biggest freaking <laughs> retcon in history. Yes. Which oh, is really weird. It's... Won't be getting into that. <laughs> but, but, you know... We'll bitch I do about like that the... when season five we'll, comes out. We'll do that one day. We'll, we'll get into that a little later. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, if you're not familiar with Not Scary Farm, basically they create this event at Knott's Berry Farm, which mm-hmm. is a amusement park in uh, Buena Park, California. That's the area it's in. Now, like I said earlier, this event has been running since 1973. That's fucking crazy. crazy. So it's... It's been around and, and and it kind of holds the record, at least in the U.S. And it would make sense the U.S. because Halloween isn't really celebrated in other parts of the world until like the last two decades or so where other countries are embracing the holiday. But it beats Halloween Horror Nights, Fright Fest, all these amusement park Halloween events by like 40, like not, like not even like 20, 30 years at least, because I believe... Halloween Horror Nights did it like 90, I think it was 1990 yeah. is when uh, they started. Something like that. I think that this is the 30th. 90, just like 30th or 35th Something like that, yeah. So 50 goddamn years yeah. they've been doing this. 
So I'd consider them to sort of be the the masters of the Halloween amusement park event. Mm-hmm. And I, I, it always pissed me off for years. I wanted to go and I never went. And I'm so upset with myself that it took me so long to finally go and check out Not Scary Farm. Being a big fan of Halloween yeah. and, you know. And look, now I started Haunted Hangover within that time. So it's like, hey, now I have a reason to go at least every other year or there so. You you know, and, and, and check it out. Maybe do a review of it, you know. And so work. Like I'm going for work. Yeah. Yeah. For for work. <laughs> hey, man, I do review them. But yeah. Uh, so like most amusement park Halloween events, initially, this was only a three night event that mm-hmm. that would happen. It, like the first year they did it in 1973, it ran for it was October 26 to the 28th. Not even on Halloween, which when you think about that, I guess Halloween was during the week. Yeah, I was going to say, was Halloween Tuesday or Wednesday Yeah, that week? it that must year? have been, I'm guessing, in 73. 73. 73. 73. And I was just kind of doing a little research, and I, and I thought Wednesday. it was it was a Wednesday. So it, it makes Wednesday. sense. Yeah. What's funny now is a lot of these uh, parks... <laughs> Thank you, Google. Google. What's funny <laughs> is nowadays, like nowadays when you think of, you know... All these parks, when you look at the calendar of when their events are running, they always run on Halloween. Yeah. All of them. Cause, it, goes a week, it goes a week after Halloween at this point. Yeah, yeah. it's like back in the day. Yeah, I know. You're right. Some of them go like November like 2nd mm-hmm. or 3rd. Like, this, like the first week of November, some of them even run, which to me is always kind of crazy and wild that they're still – even like November 7th, there's still yeah. a haunt, you know, a yeah. haunt or a haunt event happening. Um, there's one more aspect about this that I think is really unique – um, when it comes to uh, Not Scary Farms is, or Not Scary Farm, it's not plural, there's one farm, uh, Not Scary Farm, is that they have rides that they retheme. So they've got this log flume there, and they actually add skeletons to it and zombies. Mm-hmm. And one year they actually had an Evil Dead themed. They made the log flume Evil Dead themed, which is mm-hmm. fucking kind of crazy i didn't go that year but i'd watched a youtube video of it and i was like wow that's pretty awesome that's probably one of the few times i'm guessing they had an ip and were able to use it because they're not really known Maybe. for that so that's kind of just why i wish i would have gone that year because uh, youtube it it looks yeah. pretty it's like ash with a chainsaw inside of a log flume ride which you wouldn't associate a log flume ride in evil dead but it works well when you like when you watch it you're like oh shit this actually Works really well. It's really log unique cabin, to the park. Log flume. Yeah, sure. Thin <laughs> enough thread. Why not? Thin and I think it's be- and it's because the log flume ride is Western themed. So mm-hmm. they can take a cabin and put, you know, a deer head on it that's moving and zo- like deadites and ash and stuff. Sure. So it was sure. perfect. They have a mine <laughs> ride there and they have all yeah. this stuff that they did you go on the mine ride when you went? It was like a train in a mountain. Probably. It's so it's the most it's pretty boring, but Probably. it's amusing I, because of how dated it is. Yeah, you, um, you told me we were gonna do this, and <laughs> I said, "Okay, I've been there, but God, I don't." I my trip was a it was a flurry. <laughs> that we did a bunch of shit in like a week. We did a lot of stuff. We I think we flew out there on like a Wednesday, and we came back Sunday. And we just packed as much in. <laughs> I've been as on trips like that. Humanly possible, like it's exhausting. Every, yeah, because we were we were we were screening Blood Slaughter Massacre. We were at the yeah. uh, late night horror film festival. I remember we were, that. Yeah, yeah. So we were at the film festival at least two nights. We did 
we did Knott's Berry Farm. That's Knott's Berry Farm. Not, we not we did not Scary Farm. We did Universal. Um, we did one of the. We, did, we went to the. Uh, it wasn't the Museum of Death. It was the other one. <laughs> I've been to the Museum of Death. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't the Museum of Death though. There was another. There's like, a bunch uh, tragical of history to tour. Oh, I've never been on we that. Did, I've never we, done it. Yeah, we went to that store, but they didn't have the tour when we were there because we went mm-hmm. on. We were there on like a Thursday or something. Gotcha. And they only did the tours on the weekends. Uh, we went down to the Hollywood Walk of Fame. We saw the sign. We, you know, like, you guys hit every mark yes. in California and yes. near LA in the LA yes, area. We tried everything, <laughs> and it was just a blur. Like there's, everything is so. Uh, I don't. I don't remember half it's, of the trip. It's pretty <laughs> funny too to like you know our our California listeners like I usually go to California mm-hmm. during the Halloween season because there's so much Halloween there's yeah. more Halloween shit to do in California than there is here there's more horror related shit to do out there than there is here yeah. even the Halloween scene in California is way more popping than it is out yeah. here in New York unfortunately so it's 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 kind of crazy that that's just that's just the culture i guess over there it's like yeah. you got a big halloween I, I will, scene so there is a I lot will to do. say though that even though that is kind of true the mm. things that they do have is much smaller mm, okay it's <laughs> a lot smaller like universal is maybe a third the size of what it is here on the east you coast yeah do, yeah you can do you can do universal studios in like a day no, you could, yeah. You well, Universal's here. two parks in Florida, yeah. so yeah, exactly. You know I mean? That yeah. too, it's two parks. It's soon to be like four, you know, <laughs> three, three in a water park. They're getting they're their build, third yeah, park in the, two years. Yeah, yeah. There's gonna so. and they have the Nintendo Land that they're doing, and yeah, they expanded yeah, yeah. Harry Potter completely. Yeah, yeah. it's like it's, I was just there, man. <laughs> it's gigantic now. It's gigantic yeah. here, and it's about to be even bigger. Yeah, you know? yeah. But I, like, I I can agree with that. Even Knott's yeah, Berry Farm, it's a lot smaller. Knott's Berry Farm is not a big amusement park. It is relatively small. They have a small amount of space to kind of have all these roller coasters and all that stuff. And I'll be I'll be perfectly honest. I've never been to Knott's Berry Farm. Like I've never gone to the park when it's normal, only when it's a Halloween event. I think we bought the Scary Farm tickets and then we just bought like the extended so we can come in like two or three hours early yeah yeah i, you know, I buy the I same think the, thing yeah the scary farm starts at like six so we went in at like four yeah we, like i that. think we did the same thing both times because i i know i got on like a couple of roller coasters mm-hmm. because usually when you go it's you know the roller coasters are on, but everyone's really there for the haunts. Yeah. So when I go, I I get on maybe one or two roller coasters, the log flume, and then you're literally waiting in line if you don't get a fast pass. Yeah, which pretty much. at all of these amusement park Halloween events, you need a fast pass. You need at one at Knott's Berry, yeah. at Knott's Scary Farm. You, you definitely need one at Halloween yeah. Horror Nights. You need one at all because it gets, especially when it gets later into October, it gets more and more chaotic. Mm-hmm. You know, just oh, the yeah. crowds and just the way they, yeah, they, we, they run everything. We were lucky. I think we went on like, it was early October. It was like maybe the, the 8th or the 10th or something. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. so it was early that we went there. Let me see what the date of my, actually, I found the pictures. I found our pictures. Yeah. yeah October 2nd through the oh, 6th. It was really early. So you guys were really, yeah. it was really early October. See, yeah, when I so went, the, the crowds were small. Yeah. It was, yeah. I think the first time I went, 
was in late September because a lot of these haunts start in late September. So I went in late yeah. September. So it was quiet. And it was like a Thursday, I think, or Friday night. Mm-hmm. And it was quiet. And Halloween Horror Nights, we did it the same. We did it that same year the first time. That was We got on everything, barely any lines. It was weird. Yeah. And then last time we went, insanity at both parks. So it's that's just the way that's just the way it goes. It's a gamble. You never know. That's yeah. why now I just that, get the fast pass. It's expensive, but I forgot we at took, this point I could write it off. So Yeah. Again. <laughs> yeah, so. yeah, I forgot Lynn Lynn created a stick figure cutout of you. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. You guys are carrying it around because I couldn't go to California when you guys went. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got a picture of of you next to the Charles Bronson's Walk of Fame. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Oh God, I got a picture That's of the great. Scientology Museum. <laughs> oh God, that's amazing. Oh yeah, I did see the Scientology. Yeah, uh, she just museum. held you up with on the on the popsicle stick. <laughs> uh, but yes, moving on, <laughs> we, we won't dive into that any further. Yeah. Uh, you know. Like most of these these events, they decorate the park to mm-hmm. a T. Yeah. Fog everywhere, creepy creepy atmosphere. One of my favorite things that I've seen at Not Scary Farm, just kind of displays and set pieces that they built at the park, um, is they have this. It, it's I, I believe it's around a fountain, and mm-hmm. it's just a kind of pile of giant jack o' lanterns. All on top of each. It's great. Like visually, I've taken pictures of it. And by the way, if you're watching this, not only listening to it, I'm going to be putting a shit ton of footage mm. and images from past visits of mine. And I'm a guess. I'm guessing some of Manny's too. If he sends me some of these photos, whatever he does have um, in this episode. So make sure you watch the YouTube version. Um, but just the way they, you know, darken the park. And there's corners of yeah. Not Scary Farm, like that are pitch black dude like you feel oh, like yes. it's you yes, don't know I do something remember that. yeah like you turn a corner and there's and obviously scare nothing. yeah it's just darkness and there's scare actors in certain scare zones and stuff like that that kind of run out and these people you know and and i've been to and i won't say which park where the scare actors in these scare zones not the haunts just the scare zones that you walk mm-hmm. through as you walk to different haunts at Not Scary Farm, dude, they're into it. They're throwing yeah. themselves on the floor. You know, I've been to some amusement park Halloween events where they're just kind of standing they, around they drinking use a soda. Those, they not use those doing dark shit. zones to have a cigarette break. Yeah. It's like, so weird. Yeah, it's suddenly really dark and all you see is the little red glow of somebody's cigarette because they're <laughs> hiding in the smoking, dark. Someone's smoking. It's like, what the, the fuck, man? You're supposed to yeah, be working dude. here. You're supposed to be a zombie, my dude. What are you and doing dude, just fucking vaping in the corner? Just, yeah, just it's keep moving, fucking... Keep moving. <laughs> but at Not Scary Farm, every... Dude, even when it's like midnight and the park's closing in an hour... I don't think I've ever been to, and I've and again I've only been twice, so maybe I'm not working with a lot of experience here. Mm-hmm. But the times I've been, dude, at the the night is about to end. They're about to close the park, and, and they're, they're still in character, jumping out at people both times. And I'm the type of person I go when that shit starts, and I leave when that shit ends. Like I yeah. stay the so they kick me the fuck out because it's expensive usually. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what I'm I mean? Spending every second I can. Yep, dude. And they hide in these dark corners, and and. They, and I and I fucking commend. I give them so much credit because they, you know, dude, that's a fucking tiring job. It it's got to be exhausting. exhausting, just to kind of jump out and. Say, I've never done it, and I never, I don't see myself ever doing it because I just don't see myself doing something like that. But, dude, it's 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 a lot of work, and the people at this event always do a fantastic job. 
they're banging the, the fucking shovels on the ground next to you when you're not watching and you're not, you know yeah. and and they have the whole there's like a new thing where like they create sparks on the floor oh by yeah hitting was, metal yeah. i've seen that at a couple other places but i know yeah, it's a big I've thing the last few years they've done away with chainsaws at a lot of yeah, these haunts which i've noticed a, they put a flint end yeah. Like on the end of a shovel or something, they cover the tip of it with a yeah. flint. So when they scrape it, it mm-hmm. sparks up. Yeah. And, and and at this part, because, you know, Knott's Berry Farm has a Western town. And it's mm-hmm. like I said before, it's very Western themed. Yeah. So a lot of that goes into kind of the story of some of these these lands, I guess, or these yeah. like scare zones that they created because each haunt has a different theme. And yeah, I, and when I, have, I was there, they called mm-hmm. it the gunslinger's grave. That the yes. Western section was the gunslinger's grave, which, and it's, it's perfect for a yeah. Western theme, like scare zone, because there's like people hiding up high and in, in, in like saloons and stuff yeah. and wearing cowboy hats. You know, I think I'm pretty sure both times I went from what I remember, they it was cowboy themed. It was like a cowboy themed in that specific area. Then they had like a vaudeville section. I remember in the back of the park. Then they there were people were just like dressed up like uh like I, I think it's vaudeville if I remember correctly that that time period where they're wearing like suits and like dancing girls and all that stuff and yeah. like you know cigarettes cigars throwing knives you know one of those people <laughs> what yeah. movie is that from I think that's Spy Hard cigarettes, cigarettes cigars, cigars throwing knives cigars, cigarettes cig- yeah I think <laughs> um, I think that Spy Hard it sounds about right um, but yeah so so that's that's always been just kind of they go all out with the way they decorate the actual par- the park now there is a show. And they discontinued the show in 2019, I believe. Um, or I, I believe it's 2019 was the last time they did it. Uh, because when I went last year, I didn't see it. But when I went in 2018, I remember vividly standing in the back and watching this ridiculous show. And it's called The Hanging Show. That's what it goes by. And basically what it is, is a... Pop culture. Did you see the Bill and Ted's Halloween adventure at Halloween Horror Nights when you went? I don't remember. Okay. <laughs> I, no, because I, yeah. um, at the time, mm-hmm. we had done Halloween Horror Nights in Orlando. Gotcha. We did like six of them in eight years. Yeah. So I don't remember. You probably what, saw it. It's more possible. than likely. Yeah. I don't remember what we saw when. I know we saw Bill and mm-hmm. Ted, but I don't yeah. know if it was in LA or Universal because the year Florida, before yeah. and the year after we were in Universal in Florida. You guys went on both both coasts, so you're probably blurring them it, together. Yeah, exactly. Back yeah, and, yeah. 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 So at the Orlando Park, and that show has also been dis they're not discontinued. They're not doing yeah, it they, anymore. They stopped. I was it. there the they last year it. that they did it. Yeah. Yeah. I think I went that same year. Mm-hmm. Um so what that show is, is, you know, there's a, a very loose narrative and Bill and Ted are interacting with different like kind of current events for the year, pop culture stuff and mm-hmm. news, big news things and just kind of poking fun at it. You know, a lot of Donald Trump jokes in that show, you know, yeah. and the hanging show at Not Scary Farm is their equivalent of that. Okay. So there's a lot of controversial shit. And I think that's probably why they stopped it. Like some years they had like Osama bin Laden popping up and like Saddam Hussein and making fun of like, you know, jokes that happened at the time, 
you know, so they stopped and the show was really well done because I remember the year I went, they had this effect that whenever characters would kill each other or fight that blood, these like blood bags would explode. And like, I whenever remember like, they, this. Yeah, they we did see this. It was really cool. Like, it, it, I, like a lot of effort went into it. I'm looking at pictures of it. Yes, yeah. I remember this. I remember the guy with, yes, I'm looking at a picture of, of the main gunslinger with the shotgun, and I recognize him. I do think we saw this. And it sucks that they got rid of it because, you know, the one time I saw it, I was laughing. I, I, I enjoyed yeah. it, you know. And it was one of those situations where I just kind of, I didn't know what it was. So I just stumbled on it, walked in, and just watched it, you know, just sat there for 25, 30 minutes and watched it. And that was the year it wasn't busy because usually I kind of skip the shows if it's really busy in the park. But that year I was able to catch it. And I'm glad I did because it no longer exists. I remember this. Like I'm, I'm, I actually just found a video on YouTube, so I'm kind of clicking through it. I do remember this. It was, so Terminator was there. Mm-hmm. This, yeah, the Flying Monkeys of Wizard of Oz are in. I'm looking at the one that we were at, 20, well, not the exact one, but 2013. Yeah, dude, it's, it's, I recommend anyone that's never been to Not Scary Farm and never got to see the show, go on YouTube. They have several years up there. The year I went is up there. I think Mm -hmm. 20, I think the last year they did it is up there. So check it out. Obviously, again, a lot of, a lot of jokes, a lot of stuff that pertain to what happened in that year. Sharknado. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. anything that was big in pop culture Iron that Man. year, they yeah. updated they updated it a lot of Disney jokes and universal jokes this. and stuff like that because they keep they keep with the times. So they they freshen it up. They freshen up the Miley gags Cyrus. every year. <laughs> I thought it was better. And I again, like I said, I like the other show, but I thought the I thought the hanging show at Not Scary Farm was was far superior. Peter, Peter, pumpkin eater, had a wife. But couldn't keep her Locked her in a pumpkin shell And there he kept her Very well <laughs> Now, when it comes to the to the haunts and, I'm, and I actually have a list here Of some of my favorite ones And I'm going to end it You know, as I run through A couple of the ones that stuck out to me uh, I'm going to end with my favorite one, which when I went both times, um, it was there. Like, they didn't update it. They kept that haunt there, and then they brought it back again. They rebuilt it, and just they didn't update it. And it's funny because you would think that one I already went to, I'd be like, oh, another one, a new one that year was better. No, that one was still my favorite. Um, but I want to, I want to kind of highlight one haunt and it goes back to something i said earlier about how they they kind of innovate these haunted attractions so one year i the first time i went they had a haunt that was a zombie haunted house like a zombie invasion type situation and at this haunt dude they give you a laser gun a gun that you're running through like dude this thing is not a little pistol it's a fucking like machine gun and you're running through the haunt. And this is how, because I've never seen this at any other haunted attractions I've ever been to. Um, and it just goes to show you how much creativity goes into Not Scary Farm. They they give you this gun and you're running through su- a subway cart. You're running through like streets and ur- very urban setting, warehouses, shooting at fucking zombies. It's fucking crazy. And they're like reacting to being shot and water shooting out. 
Now, when I went last year, they you they recycled that gimmick. I'm assuming when you went, they didn't have this because I think this was no, a fairly new in the last five years. No. I've done that, but not there. I've done a zombie yeah. thing with the laser gun before, but we did that out here on Long Island. Yeah, they used to have one in Long Island. Funny enough, yeah. I, I went to that one too, but that was before Haunted Hangover, so I didn't mm-hmm. get I didn't get to review it or make a vlog or anything. Um, when I went last year, they repurposed the guns, right? And the haunt was called Bloodline 1842. That was the name of the haunt, right? Okay. And it was a vampire-themed haunted attraction. And instead of being soldiers killing zombies, you're vampire hunters this time shooting at killing vampires. Okay. And I'll be very honest. I don't know why the second haunt or the second time I did this, not as good. Too chaotic. Too much shit going on. Like, I'm, you don't even know what to aim at while you're in there. It's like there's just way too much shit going on. And I just remember, like, shooting. At, I didn't even know what the hell. I don't know if I was shooting at the, the bounty hunter, vampire hunters, or at shoot. vampires. Dude, I don't remember. Like, I thought it was just, like, way too much going on. Yeah. And I didn't feel that way about the zombie one that I went to in a, in a previous year. So, really, really fucking weird how I didn't you know, enjoy it yeah. the second time around. But but I will say it's really creative. There was another year, and you tell me if when you went, they had this one or not. It was a haunted attraction where they give you a flashlight mm-hmm. and they control the flashlight. There were witches and stuff, I believe, inside of it. And they flash the flashlight on and off and a yeah. sensor, I guess, controls it. And in some rooms, you're in complete darkness. In some rooms, the light is just flashing on and off, on and off, on and off, so you can barely make out what's inside of it. I was like, wow, that was probably the scariest one that year when I went. Have you ever done something like that? I have, yeah. Yeah, it's, I've that's done a that. cool I don't know gimmick. if it was that one, but I've done that. That was really cool where I'm like, no matter what we're doing, we're fucking with this flashlight. And sometimes yeah. it's on and sometimes it's off. And, I'm, and I literally looked at Lynn. I'm like, they got to be controlling this. Like, it has no, to be. There is no rhyme or reason as to why this is turning off. It's got to be either timed or remotely controlled. I'm assuming timed. Yeah. You know, because to have it remotely controlled sounds like feels like a lot of work, you know, because you're not going to be the only people in the whole house. Of course. And I'm so, sure there's like safety hazards and stuff, too, that they yeah, have to abide it's probably by. Probably like it's probably on like some random, you know, on off thing and the and and the actors can see you coming yeah so they can see everything it's funny they can see you because they're in the dark and you have the lights behind you yeah they can see your silhouette coming and you can't see shit (laughs) it's funny because when we went through that one at not scary farm i remember going through it and just like finding it really eerie because Mm. you'd go into certain spaces and it'd be a slow blink so Mm -hmm. you'd, you'd enter a room right and a witch wouldn't be there. Five seconds later, after it flashes, so dark, light, dark, light, yeah. a fucking witch is right in front of you. So, like, the fact that they were able to time that perfectly was impressive. You know what I mean? And I wish more haunted attractions, at least here in New York or in, you know, Connecticut and in our tri-state area, yeah. would do something like that. Because you know it's so unique to sounds that like, park. Yeah, it sounds like an RF trigger. Like the... Like the flashlight itself has mm-hmm. a, has like five different settings inside of it. Yeah. And when you go through the doorway, there's an RF signal that mm-hmm. switches it to the next setting. 
Gotcha. You know, that, that, sounds like you know more how that works, more about how that works than I do because I, <laughs> I have no clue. I remember leaving yeah. that haunt and just being, and they got rid of that haunt because when I went last year, they didn't have it. I was like, oh man, that sucks because mm. I was looking forward to going to that one again because of how much I enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, and unfortunately, I don't even have the name of that one in my notes because I, at the time, I wasn't. Haunted Hangover. I had yeah. Just, there was no reason for you yeah, to take notes. I had just, just birthed. <laughs> I had just birthed Haunted Hangover, so I I couldn't even kind of talk about it at the time. Yeah. Uh, they also had one called uh, Dark Entities, and it was mm-hmm. like it was like the thing meets aliens, like Dead Space. Yes, I, like like Dead Space almost. Look at me pulling video game <laughs> references out. Body of horror. I like played this, Dead Space a whole once. <laughs> like this gross. <laughs> Space alien body horror creatures running around and vibrating floors when you walk into one of them and things bursting out of people's chest. It's just kind of crazy how they're they're borrowing, obviously, from existing IPs only to, you know. Do their own spin on it. Make it loose enough where they they won't get sued, you know. Yeah. Um, One last one I want to touch on before my favorite. Of, of all the haunts that they have at Not Scary Farm um, was called the guilt. It was called the Grimoire, right? Grimoire. Grimoire. You grimoire. know what it is. I'm pronouncing it wrong. Is that a real thing? Well, I know what a grimoire is. <laughs> what is a grimoire? Because I did not know what a grimoire is. A grimoire is. is like a, it's like a haunted book. There you go. It's a, it's a book. Yeah. So this haunt last year was new for 2022. And I'm mm-hmm. sure they'll have, I'm, I'm guessing they'll have it again for 2023 now the grimoire mm-hmm. this haunted attraction was obviously based on strange they used the book yeah. and like basically parodied stranger things because it was okay. like a group of kids get their hands on this book mm-hmm. and they they summon a demon and you're passing through this haunt and you're seeing these kids and it takes place in the 80s mm-hmm. obviously wink wink hint hint it's Stranger Things because there's even like kids wearing like, you know, like 80s garb and like Converse. Yeah. Like, hey, man, video cameras and shit. And <laughs> it's it, there was a really cool effect where they have this book open and there's this like bright shining light beaming mm-hmm. onto the kid and the kid's getting possessed. And okay. I thought it was really impressive. But I will give them credit because it was super cinematic. And even though it's technically not Stranger Things, you kind of know what they're going for with yeah. it. And it was effective, you know, and that's smart just to kind of go with the times, you know what I mean? And, and, and and make a haunt that's based loosely on on a really popular show. You know what I mean? I've been to a bunch of haunts in the last five, six years or so. And there's always at least one Stranger Things room <laughs> where it's just, oh, there's, you know, lights on, lights on a wall somewhere and like letters painted and then like videotapes hanging from the ceiling or something. You know, there's always yeah. some. <laughs> there's stranger always. Th- yeah. Like it's like it, it looks like some one room that looks like uh, a living room in 1986 with wood paneling and these types of Halloween lights hanging and stuff. And then a really ugly patterned couch and a TV in the wall, you know, you know, and I'm like, Oh, okay. Here's a stranger things room. You they, know, I, I get it. You know, it, it makes sense because when you think about it, like it's such a popular show, you kind of want to capitalize on it. It's the new iconic. I mean, there's always a boiler room. 
without, you know, there's always without, a boiler room. There's always a slaughterhouse of the guy with a chainsaw. There's yeah, a boiler yeah. room and, and steaming things. There's, a, no, there's a, generally talking, a camp of some type. You know? There's always a camp. There's always yeah. some sort of cursed camp the, with a guy in a mask killing people. Yeah, it's the <laughs> new iconic recognizable thing, even for people who aren't into horror movies. I agree. They recognize Stranger Things yeah. now. It's yeah. so pop culture now. For you sure. Know, everyone recognizes Friday the 13th. You know who Freddy is. Even if you've never seen a Nightmare on Elm Street movie, you know the guy with nails, with, with, with razors on his fingers, you know? And it's funny because a lot of these haunts, and even, and even some of these haunts at amusement parks, you know, like Not Scary Farm, like Halloween Horror Nights, like Dorney Park Haunt, like Fright Fest, back in the day, they would just use these characters yeah. without permission, and they would get in trouble. And that's what led to... You know, a lot of these 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 the people behind the production of these these yeah. events kind of all right. We got to create our own shit because we're gonna get in trouble. And I've even been I to think, haunts. I've been to independent haunts that still use Michael Myers and well, Jason. Because the fact is, it's uh, up until recently with yeah. social media and camera phones and everything everywhere. How would you know that they did? Yeah. It? You know, I also think that that started. I think that people did that. I think that uh, haunts did that for a long time. Oh, for sure. But until I'm gonna, I'm gonna guess until Universal started doing their own. Yeah. The, nobody gave a shit before that. No, of course not. Suddenly now Universal. Well, well, wait a minute. We're doing our own haunted house. You can't do, you know, <laughs> Neighbor in Elm Street or what? You know what yeah, I mean? Because yeah, we yeah. own the rights to that. You can't do that anymore. And I, I think that before, before, you know, horror, Halloween Horror Nights existed, I don't think that they were really going after them because they kind of, I guess you could consider it a live performance of sorts. Yeah. And and Universal's got so much money now that they can yes. easily license these characters, you know, for nothing. I'm sure. I'm exactly. sure it's probably not cheap, but nothing for them. I'm sure it's not. It's you know. At a sort of cheaper price, mm-hmm. you know, just to kind of have them in, in, in a Halloween event. So, uh, but, but my favorite haunt from the years I went to Not Scary Farms was one called Pumpkin Eater, mm-hmm. right? And, and this haunt, to me, represented Halloween the most. So basically what it is, when you get to this haunted attraction, when you get to the front... There's a jack-o'-lantern scarecrow type. I wouldn't call it a creature, but it's like a, a, a sentient jack-o'-lantern <laughs> that's standing at the front of it. And he's basically saying, Peter, Peter, pumpkin eater. And, you know, the the the, the rhyme, the nursery rhyme. Of, you know, that's why it's called pumpkin eater. Exactly. Oof. <laughs> Yeah, take that back a little bit there. No beating of wives here. It's the Andrew um, Dice Clay yeah, version. Yes, yes. Uh, but yeah, they had this really cool jack-o'-lantern that's reciting the, you know, the Peter, Peter, pumpkin eater rhyme. And when you're walking through it, it's scarecrows and pumpkins and like flesh and limbs and stuff like that. And at one point, dude, you walk through a jack-o'-lantern. A very gory jack-o'-lantern. There's, it smells like pumpkin guts. There's giant seeds and stuff just yeah. kind of hanging. You know when you go through a haunted house, you yeah. hit body bags? Mm-hmm. Instead, it's like bodies inside of pumpkin guts. You're literally cool. walking through a fucking jack-o'-lantern in the smell. And you hear the gushy. Like there's effects. Yeah. Dude. 
probably, dare I say, my favorite haunted house of any any kind of all time. That's like, cool. it made such an impact on me. And I'll be honest, it wasn't scary. I wasn't scared. It was just really, cool. <laughs> it was just fucking cool yeah. that they were able... You are walking through a goddamn jack-o'-lantern that has basically eaten people. There's dead, there's there's corpses and shit inside. It fucking ruled, dude. It was so and I'm so happy because I remember when I went in 2018 walking through that one and being fucking so impressed by it. Going yeah. back, going back last year and being able to go through it again. That's how fucking cool it was. And I was like, wow, I hope they keep this one forever. Yeah. And it looks and like on their and no, they are. I'm on their website right now. And they're like and, new permanent installation. And it's in I guess it's been there for a few years and and they're 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 keeping it. It's dude, it is in my opinion, the best haunt they have out of okay. all the haunts. It's my favorite. Probably just because of the aesthetic and just what yeah. it represents, and it feels it it, it feels the most like the ho- like it it represents the holiday the best, you know what I mean? And, and it is Halloween. It's fucking pumpkins and jack o' lanterns for God's sake. So fucking impressive. I hope when you go back one day, it's still there, so yeah. you can experience it. You know what I mean? That's how fucking good it was. My friends, Sarah Marshall is unequivocally guilty. She was sentenced to be hanged. And yet we do not have our justice. We have not carried out our punishment. And without it, this land is left unfulfilled. We demand justice. Justice! Listen, man, not scary farm. It's amazing to see that they've been doing this for 50 years. Uh, I want to go back. I'm assuming you're in the same ballpark as me that you'd love to go back, even though you've only been once. I, I think I think if I ever if I ever went to L.A. again, I would never come back to New York. <laughs> so, I, I just I loved being in L.A. Like I love California, the, man, oh, too. The, man, yeah. the feeling of it, just the feeling, the weather, the whole like I felt like I was home. When I was there, like it just felt home. To That's me. the movie. That's the filmmaker yeah. in us. I think a little yeah, far. maybe. I mean, even when I was young, I felt the when s- I, was I feel a, the same way, dude. Yeah, when I was a kid, when I was a teenager, I was supposed to go to the Academy of Art in San Francisco. Yeah, I, I that's where that's the college I was going to go to. Like I always wanted to go to, to California, the left, the left yeah. coast. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> go to that you know? left coast. Yeah, I always wanted to go there. I have an aunt that lives in San Francisco and uh, in Alameda, right outside San Francisco. And I'd always said, well, you know, if anything doesn't, I'd always stay with her for a little while. And this was when I was like 15 years old. Yeah. You know, I always I was always enamored with California and, and L.A. And being there, I understood why Hollywood is there. Like I for felt sure. it. I could see it. I could feel it. I feel like everything feels like when you're walking around LA, you no matter where you are, you feel like you're on a movie set. Yeah, I, you know, I, 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 I can see that. I can get you, that vibe. Did you notice how clean everything oh, is? Oh, dude, I've been there several times. It's, so, yeah, yeah, it's ridiculous. Like, even Well, I in, wouldn't say da- downtown LA by the Chinese theater is pretty disgusting. It's like well, that. It's that's grosser where all the homeless Manhattan. people. That's yes. literally where the homeless people <laughs> it's live. It's literally like Manhattan but, for us, like yes, 42nd Street Times Square for us. 
but that is like a 10 block radius. No, for sure. And, and yeah. LA now I, I thought, I think of, I think I mentioned this on the show once before that I, I thought the Hollywood, I thought LA was going to be like, I, I equated it to Manhattan yeah. anywhere in Manhattan. You can see the empire state building. No matter yeah. where you are, you go all the way across into Queens. You can see the Empire State Building. There are some areas here in Long Island where if you're you can see the Empire State Building. Yeah. yeah. You yeah. know, this is something you can see at 10, 15 miles away. And I always thought the Hollywood sign was going to be that. I thought it was going to be something that you could see from everywhere. <laughs> everywhere. But, yeah. But it's it's bigger and flatter. Yeah. So I've the been, Hollywood sign there. is not as high up. You actually yeah. have to get to a specific place to see yeah. it. The observatory and, then, and all that yes. up there with the satellite or the, the telescope. <laughs> yeah. And then there's the smog yes. that keeps it. Um, I'll, I found the pictures that we took. We went there. We got there. Again, we got there on a Wednesday. We left on a Sunday. And I went out. I remember going out on the – uh, our hotel room had a balcony. And I went out on the balcony and I took a picture. Like, oh, my God, this is gorgeous. Like, I could yeah. see I could see into infinity because it was just, like, empty. Nothing, and I'm like, yeah. oh, man, we got to be I, – I, I assumed we were looking toward the water because it was just, like, nothing. Yeah. You know? And then I went out on a balcony on Sunday and there was a goddamn mountain range there. <laughs> the smog was so thick we couldn't see the mountains. And I'll send you the picture so you can pop it up and see the difference. Yeah. Between like four days of smog made yeah, a difference. Yeah, yeah. Like I did not believe that it was so bad until I physically saw it. Like suddenly it was a clear day and holy shit, mountains. <laughs> and I took a <laughs> so when you put the two pictures next to each other, it's crazy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I loved L.A. and I felt like I would never come back. So <laughs> so if you ever go to Not Scary Farm again, you're I'm not coming back to New York. You're moving. Move dude, I was in. there. Well, I remember at some point calling my mother while we were there and I called her. I said, so how much would it cost to just box up the dog and ship him? Because <laughs> she, my mother said to me, I remember on the phone call, she even said, she's like, you always wanted to. She's like, look, if you guys want to stay you can stay (laughs) like she's, she understood. She's like, if you want to, you go ahead, stay, you come get your stuff when you get it. I'll ship some, what you need. And, you know, whatever. All the like, people, oh my God. All Ma, the people don't, from Cal- don't tempt me. <laughs> all the people from California are like, don't come here, guys. It sucks. Yeah. I don't know. See, the thing with me is, 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 and, and when it comes to California, and this is one of many tangents we've 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 gone off in this episode. Quite a few. <laughs> it's it's kind of like New York, you know. So for me, it, I, I I get the allure behind it, and I think everything outside of LA is really nice, and that's what I like about California. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't move to LA, like I wouldn't want to live in LA because it's just like fucking here to me at least. But I think around it is really nice, and there are some yeah. really nice neighborhoods and like suburban yeah. the more like suburban areas like pasadena and i hear it's really expensive out there to live as well just like here so you know give I or take go to malibu yeah, yeah. oh yeah i want i want to go to malibu i want to be by the bo- dude you ever watch <laughs> californication yes of course that show was <laughs> it spoke to my heart like oh my god i wanted to live in that show it was yeah, all yeah. like the worst and best parts of LA. And I said to myself, I'm like, cause he's like the worst person in the world. Yeah, hey, yeah. Moody, you know, but I said to myself, I'm like, that is what it is. It felt like a very realistic portrayal of what yeah. people are like. there, like that really bad people. 
And at the same time, some people are just very kind hearted, but never get a br- like New York. I'm like, it's yeah, New York yeah, without yeah. the fucking rain. Yeah, yeah, sure. And the <laughs> winter, without, without, the without, winter without that the, we get. <laughs> New York without the seasons. Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. Listen, but, like I said, yeah. as, you know, as a filmmaker and, you know, you're in the same boat and, you know, now with Haunted Hangover and Halloween and, and horror and all that stuff. Listen, it is tempting to go out there because they do have a lot. They have a bigger scene out there for a lot of this stuff that we enjoy when compared to here in New York City. So, I, listen, man, I get it. You know, I get I get where you're coming from. I, I, I totally agree with you. It's impossible to be a filmmaker, though. Yeah, Unless you yeah, have money, it's impossible, yeah, dude. So, you need a yeah, permit. Man. You pull out a camera to do. You pull out a camera to to take a picture of a of a, a of like a parking meter. You need yeah, a permit. Yeah, yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. Like, man, it is what it is. Uh, you know, but not scary farm. Still the best ha- Halloween event to me. Best haunt event that exists when it comes to haunts at amusement parks. If you've never been, hopefully this episode gives you a little insight into it. And you enjoyed a lot of the uh, discussion we talked about the West Coast. <laughs> See, I'll be, Manny, not a fan of the Boston people. But he is a fan of, the pe- <laughs> of, of you people from California. So... I don't know There's if I'm that. a fan of the people. I don't know if I'm a fan of the people there either. I don't know, dude. I got yelled at by a fucking homeless guy from jaywalking. There you go. No, no fucking, jaywalking I'm, in California. Seriously, I was jaywalking. This homeless guy starts yelling, you can't do that. Are you shitting me? Dude, you live on the street. You're going to tell me I can't I can't jaywalk? <laughs> so there you go. You live on, like, that is your house. Go back home. Like, <laughs> If there's one thing you learned from this episode is that Manny... Loves California, does not like that one dude that yelled at him about jaywalking. And that I don't I don't like those other guys that followed us either, dude. We were we were walking. I don't remember if we were going to went to the Jack in the Box or the yes. uh, or an In N Out Burger. I don't remember, but we were walking there. Next thing we know, there's three guys like half a block yeah, behind yeah. us following. We made a turn, they made a turn. Across the street, they crossed it like we're getting fucking followed right now, dude. It was it was scarier than anything you saw at Not Scary Farm. Arise! my children for tonight we desecrate not scary farm with more blood terror and gore than ever before this time news of haunt will trickle down to the inferno like the blood down our flesh grease throats haunt at not scary farm all you fear is here <laughs> So those are some hot memories at Not Scary Farm. Be sure to subscribe, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, at Haunted Hangover. Also head over to hauntedhangover.com for links to the video version of this episode, the audio only version of this episode, and also our Patreon page where you can get access to exclusive podcasts and other content that we offer over there. And go on ahead and give us a review on down there. And wherever it is you're listening to us at, it'll tell everybody whether you like us or not. And it brings us up in the ratings. Sure as sure hell it does. And as always, remember, the best cure for... <laughs> I can't even say. The best cure for a hangover is... <laughs> More booze, cowpoke. Yeehaw! Mini Nosferatu. ha ha ha!